This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to another edition of Get to Know Your Lower Rangers. I am your host, as usual, Waffle House on Twitter, aka Christy Yamaguchi Main or Will, whatever you want to call me, is fine. Uh, this week, we are thrilled to be joined by uh, one of my absolute favorite Lower Rangers, if not my not my favorite, um, uh, kind of a newcomer to the uh, the the crew, the uh, the Lamely, if you will, and that is Kiz. Kiz, how you doing, my man? I'm good. I'm good. Nice to see your face. Nice to see yours as well. It's uh, it's been a long week for me. I'm uh, recovering from from good old COVID-19. Uh, it finally hunted me down and sniped me in the back of the head when I wasn't paying attention. Uh, that's, that's how it always gets you. You let your guard down for a split second. You know, how's your week been? It's been okay. I'm just saying, uh, you know, staying in there just like everyone else trying to, you know, keep moving forward. Yeah, yeah. Uh, onward and upward, right? Onward and upward. Yep. All right. So, Kish, um, tell me, I, I know you are one of the, I, I think we're up to, what is it, four folks now that are in southern Miami uh, or, excuse me, southern Florida in the, in the Miami area. Is that where you're from originally? Yeah, I was uh, born and raised here. Okay. Okay. Born and raised there. So you're, you're a, a local, I know here in Wilmington, it's hard to find those. Uh, everybody seems to be a transplant from out of town. Um, and correct me. I am saying your last name, right? Correct. Kish. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Okay. That's close enough. I've been called far worse than anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I just want to make sure it's one of those things. I remember the, the first few interviews you joined us on. I was like, I would like practice. It's, it's four letters, right? Like it can't be that hard. Will like it just sounded out Kish. And uh, uh, I forget, what did you tell me it rhymes with? Uh, I probably use like a variation of like Nicki Minaj, Cuisine <laughs> Azur, Taj Mahal, 
any of those. I think I think Taj Mahal is what you said. You're like it's Kij like Taj. Um, yeah, I, I would I would practice it before we would go live, and then I would mute myself right before I threw it to you, and then and then when I actually threw it to you, I would still hiccup in my brain. Uh, even even though it's a recording, it's not like we're you know we do anything live. It's a podcast, right? But uh, yeah, I, I always I always hiccuped right before I said your name. So I'm I'm glad that it's finally comfortable enough that I can get Kij out without thinking about it. So anyways, Kij, what uh tell me a little bit about your your life down there uh family situation um you are not in school you are a big boy with a real job even though i keep insisting that you are in college uh tell us a little bit about your life what you do yeah so yeah i was born and raised out here uh moved to st louis for seven years for school and uh, worked there for a bit and moved back down here in miami was tired of the cold and kind of just you know Miss the culture down here, want to be close to my parents, all that kind of stuff, be able to take care of my grandma. Um, yeah, and I work in kind of the medical field, uh, but I'm like a numbers guy for a lab, basically. That's what I do. Numbers guy for a lab. So uh, you are, you work for the government, then you are part of the CIA. Numbers guy for a lab is the most vague bullshit answer I have ever heard to any of these get to know your Lower Ranger episodes. Yeah, I mean, I'm Russian, so, you know, it would be KGB would probably be more accurate. Ooh, KGB. <laughs> oh, my God. You're here to steal the election. What? How, okay. How, how old are you, Kish? I'm 25. 25 okay so you definitely were an operative in the 2016 election <laughs> absolutely 1000 percent. you were buying facebook ads uh pitting. I was bots yes yeah. yes you were one of the bots yeah that's what a lot of people don't know is that uh bots aren't act they're actually just real people that the russian government hires um so they're they're actual humans um they just uh they buy facebook ads and pit neighbor against neighbor um by by coming up with with terrible shit to say about each other right <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you work for the KGB. We got that out of the way. Um, okay, how long have you been listening to the Lebetard show um, uh, over the years? You're you're 25, so so has this been like, is this something you you listened before you moved to St. Louis, or 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 what's the history there? Yeah, so like in general, just growing up, like I listened to a bunch of sports radio, like in the car with my dad. Um, whenever we were, you know, we spent a lot of time together. Uh, he would like drive me to different sports events and stuff like that. Uh, and so like uh, 560 and 790 are always constantly playing in the background. Okay. Uh, and so like, I wasn't necessarily like super religious about, you know, listening to Dan or anything until um, I actually like, I would hear it here and there. I actually get really pissed off at Stu Gatz whenever he would talk shit about Dwayne Wade. Cause I will like, I will defend Dwayne Wade's honor with my life. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, you know, I, so I didn't really get the show. I kind of listened. I liked the guests that they had on. Uh, but then I got more into it, um, actually, when I left to St. Louis. Um, and I was getting, like, homesick. So I would start to listen a little bit here and there. Um, it was like an ESPN radio show at that point, And, you know, it was easy to access. Um, but when actually when I was here in the summers and taking classes back in Miami as well, um, I would try to avoid the uh, rush hour traffic. So okay. I would listen to them there. And, uh, and <laughs> that's when I started getting the show. And then after college, I was just sitting at home again, super homesick for whatever reason. 
missing Miami and just that was my way of kind of feeling feeling like I was back there and uh, you know keeping up with with everything all the local sports news right sharing people takes that I needed right 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 so so I, I love that uh, that you kind of got into the show be, out of a sense of, of being homesick um, all those hot Miami takes even if you were ready to crawl through the speaker and beat Stugatz's ass for <laughs> for uh, daring to to besmirch the honor of your beloved Dwayne Wade or Wade Jones as he's uh, lovingly known right uh, so so as you listened in traffic etc cetera, etc cetera, you that's when you basically started to get the show it was kind of a slow creep then uh, i would imagine yeah. yeah and it really was when i started listening religiously like when i was still in st louis when i was st- that's when i was listening really every day and like not missing any single podcast like listening to local hour just every single day that was always what was playing in the background to the point where like my roommate started like ran- who didn't listen to the show would start randomly like saying things like you don't get the show like in Poppy's voice just randomly <laughs> and my girlfriends would, would kind of start you know, saying random show things just because they always heard it around me and around them obviously too that's great um, that's great I love when when the friends start participating it, it uh makes you feel a little less like a nerd <laughs> yeah <laughs> when other people are, are doing it along with you so uh over the years that you've been listening uh I know this is kind of a difficult question to to ask some people because if you're like me I'm a prisoner of the moment um what's one of your favorite moments from the show since you've you've been listening over the years yeah so my favorite moment is also partially one of my favorite bits especially during the pandemic I was able to listen uh, to like watch more but before it wasn't as as easy for me um is the hard network out that's one of my favorite bits <laughs> but uh the favorite actual moment and it's probably everyone's in terms of the hard network out is when uh Greg Cody was announcing that he has a tumor in his chest and then he hears toot toot <laughs> the horn going by and I could not stop laughing I was also horrified for Greg I was too it was way more funny than it was horrifying it's one of those things like I remember listening to it and thinking they're they're gonna get him they're about to get him he's talking about something so vulnerable right now and they're about to get him and like my excitement mixed with the horror of knowing that it was coming because there is absolutely no way in hell it well I know the clocks better than Greg Cody knows the clocks, you know, like listening live. I know I I can look on my watch or my phone and know, okay, Greg, you got to finish this thought up, right? Like, or used to when they were live on the radio. Uh, And and he, like, you start to get accustomed to to hearing it coming long before Greg has any idea it's about to hit him. Um, So yeah, that's a fantastic answer because it's also, uh tends to filter out the difference between those who get the show and those who don't because all the all the reviews and the tweets of like why are they like cutting this dude off like every time he's on the air this poor old man (laughs) they're so mean to him when it's it's probably the greatest running gag that they've had consistently week in and week out so good good choice for the favorite moment um so uh Speaking of the the Levitard Show universe, the cast members, the Greg Cody's, etc., cetera, uh, who is your favorite member of the Levitard Show universe? So 
whenever I hear this question, the person, the, the first person that comes to my head, even though he's not really on the show very frequently anymore, is always Bomani. Bomani. I yeah. absolutely love Bomani. I think he is so smart, so fucking funny. And uh, like, he just can talk about anything. And I love that about him. Um, his other podcasts that he has, like the, the Right Time and the Evening Jones, like those are just very entertaining. I can have in the background, I feel like I'm learning and right. also laughing at the same time. Um, but within like the actual, you know, more day-to-day uh, Lebertard crew, um, I would say, and this is actually kind of like, a, it's a big change in my heart. It's actually Stugatz. Oh, wow. Stugatz okay. is my favorite. Okay. Uh, he okay. makes me laugh. I Even when he's being dumb, I kind of think that half the time he's doing it on purpose, maybe sure. more than half. But then the times when he's being dumb, that's also like just so fucking laugh, uh, like a little one makes me crack up. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, like just for the laughs. That's why I love Sugas. That's uh, a wonderful well, answer, uh, a solid answer too. I, I really do not think that the average listener appreciates the amount of performance in Stugatz. Like, yes, there are character traits that uh, are are kind of a blur between the real between reality and and the show and and the the show sensibilities. However, the the leaning into those qualities to to make the listener laugh harder is something that I do not think people have a firm grasp on how good he is at that. And it's a reason, you know, folks, some folks uh, get really mad at Stugatz thinking he really is this awful, awful human being. And my follow up question to that is then why has Dan stuck by his side so fiercely over the years, right? Like, if you think the world of Dan and Dan thinks the world of Stugatz, then you've got you've to gotta give Dan a little credit here, right? Like, he's not a stupid person, particularly when it comes to judge of character, because Dan has made some personnel changes around there over the years to, uh, to, to basically create the show you know, to, to make the show the monster that it is. So um, I, I could not love Stugatz more. Um, I'm, I'm right there with you. That's a, that's a damn good answer, Kish. Um, okay, tell us a little bit about how you uh, ended up in this, this, uh, <laughs> this shit show, this dinghy uh, being towed behind the, the pirate ship to nowhere, Lauer after hours. Yeah, um, it's kind of complicated, I guess. Uh, it really started <laughs> off, um, well, like, obviously, I heard about, oh, there's this new podcast with um, all these people from the Lauer, right? Uh, like Morgie and Morgan from Australia and, mm-hmm. and Steak Sauce and uh, Stupak, all, the, all these big name people. Uh, Bear, Aaron from Memphis, all these people, Jagsman. Um, <laughs> but, and I was like, oh, this should be kind of interesting. But I honestly, like, just, like I have too many podcasts right now. I'm not going to give it a listen. Like, uh, but I'll have it in the back burners. Um, and you know, I was aware of people on Twitter. I started following everyone, started following people like you who I didn't really know through the show, but you seem funny and getting the show. And I was like, okay, that's the main reason why I have Twitter just to, right. you know, get news and have uh, funny jokes about the show. So I have someone else to talk about it too. Um, and then there was this character all of a sudden online named Tim Jerns. <laughs> <laughs> the infamous the strength and conditioning coach from Southeast Oklahoma. And I was like, oh, man, this guy is trolling people at another level. And I was like, 
Yeah, there was part of me that thought it was, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the guy who actually did the voice acting. Adam McKay. Adam McKay. Right. There was part of me in the beginning, I was like, is this Adam McKay? And then I was seeing how frequent this guy tweets. I'm like, no, there's no way Adam McKay has this little of a life to tweet all the time. <laughs> but I found him hilarious, um, and I saw how much he was trolling. People fucking hated him. I supported him. And through that support, I guess me and uh, uh, the artist formerly known as Tim Jerns, now Fleming M., uh, we actually kind of, you know, built a rapport. Um, and then there was a certain point in time, uh, I think it was in the fall last year, maybe late summer, where y'all were just sending out random Zoom links, mm-hmm. uh, like after recordings or whatever. Right. And I, you know, joined one and, you know, and then I actually got along with like Flem and Steak Sauce and Morgie and all these people. And then, you know, they, I guess, liked me or whatever, and then started inviting me to more. And then it was it became to the point where it was like almost a weekly thing, and I was like looking forward to the weekends to Zoom till four o'clock in the morning with these people I've never met in my life. Right. Um, and then eventually, I guess I made a decent enough impression that y'all uh, accepted me and invited me in, um, and that's that's how I've been here ever since. I hear you. I hear you. So it was kind of the uh, uh, the Jared Leto and Fight Club approach uh, to this thing, where you just stand outside on the porch, and then eventually they uh, they let you in. They take a liking to you after a while. <laughs> I would have never like thought I would be on a podcast or you know like being part of another group of nerds, but I'm very happy I've been accepted and invited into this family. Well, that's that's very sweet of you to say, and we're glad to have you. Um, mainly for your uh, uh, smooth and sultry voice. Um, and uh, as Flem is so fond of pointing out, you, he's also a dish, um, ladies. I don't know if uh, uh, any any single listeners out there, Kish, are you? Do you have a girlfriend? Do you have a, a girlfriend, boyfriend? I don't mean to be myopic in any way. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm a uh, I'm single. So, uh, okay. I, I, <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm not, not looking for anything right now, but it's nothing been, it, nothing it's been serious at least, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Had, had a relationship and it and then pandemic and then it didn't happen and then pandemic hit. So it's been it's been a minute. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. All right. Well, look, uh, ladies, fellas, uh, anybody, we're gonna we're gonna get our man back in the saddle eventually. And when 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 this episode comes out, we're gonna um I'm gonna screenshot this because he's got a picture of like old distinguished Tom Hanks as his profile <laughs> pic. It's the weirdest shit. And people are like i've seen people literally say damn dog you look just like tom hanks and i'm like what like uh, do you not realize he's like that's not actually kish come on like he's a handsome dude but he's not like tom hanks uh with salt pepper in his beard uh he's not that old um all right so uh next set of questions um and feel free to not answer this if you don't want to um what is your second favorite color Ooh, turquoise. I'm sorry. Say that again. Turquoise. Turquoise. Yeah. I've never heard anybody pronounce it like that before. <laughs> turquoise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I pronounce things weird. I, I'm a child of refugees. I live in Miami. No one pronounces anything correctly here. Okay. So, yeah. All right. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I. I I don't mean to make you feel insecure about that. I've just never heard anybody say turquoise before. <laughs> turquoise? How do you say it? 
with T-U-R instead of T-O-R, so turquoise. Um, uh, I'm not saying that I'm saying it right, by the way. I'm just saying of all the people I've ever been around (laughs) that have said that word in front of me, you're the only one I've ever heard pronounce it quite like that. So, again. I say things weird all the time. I don't think it's. (laughs) <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, I couldn't pronounce your four-letter word or uh, your four-letter name uh, for for a good like three or four months. So who am I to you know uh, who, who am I to cast stones in a glass house? Um, what is your first favorite color? Aqua. Good choice. Good choice. Okay, so look, aqua and turquoise, uh, those are pretty similar. So you really like that uh, that that kind of teal feel, don't you? Exactly. Teal's another. Teal's number three on my list. Okay. Okay. Um, and uh, since you've been a part of Lauer After Hours, um, for for or or maybe you know, uh, uh, there's a specific moment before you, um, uh, officially came on board and were a part of the interviews and stuff. You've been wonderful at those, by the way. You always send me like three or four questions. You've always got some rapid fire in case we need to fill a little bit. Um, so so keep keep that energy up. Uh, what's been one of your favorite moments so far uh, since you've been a part of this podcast? Uh, I always love when people comment on how great my voice is, not because that I care, but just because it makes me uh, jealous, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I always look at it when that happens. (laughs) Beep Beep has a fantastic voice. Uh, Both of you guys do. I I would love, I I want like a a quiet storm uh, of R&B songs uh, just hosted by the two of you just talking back and forth. just uh just just shooting the breeze you know like i i would love like a uh maybe maybe eventually we can do a compilation of all of the show songs that the kind of Lauer Rangers have created between uh, Andrew Streeter and Yeti, uh, maybe throw my annoying ass sea shanty on there. <laughs> I did do a, is Tua a bust to um, Bill Withers, just the two of us. So maybe we can do that. Maybe you guys can host like a podcast compilation where you guys are like evening DJs and you're just uh, throwing it back. And now we're going to take it out to the North Carolina plains on the East coast uh, with, uh, you know, and, and uh, with Yeti Blanc and here is uh, radio or whatever. I, I forget the names of all the, the parodies, but that could be something uh, we should think about in the future because people love those songs and uh, nothing like a, a good DJ uh, spinning records, you know, to, yeah. to, uh, for the interludes. Well, uh, Kish, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Um, uh, we really appreciate it. And thanks for being a part of this whole thing. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars. Sugar Ray Leonard. Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.